0: No no, I know what you're thinking. Traitors be the lot of us, but trust me. What the trailenders were doing in the new lands simply wasn't right, you can. When we joined the Vatican, we discovered not only had they a name for their own land, but we were taking it right from under their noses. It was time to be setting things straight. Raina had attempted peace, you kin. But the trailenders of Avondal chose war. We just happened to win. <laughs> Our mission with the Vatican warriors was to take back Varahim one settlement at a time. Rory, I asked myself, we're heading north to Cardendale, where Captain Giselle of the Grey Cloaks had host of Vatican prisoners. The tiny lass with the rock in her head would be taking Telnius on her flying rat, deer thing, whatever it was, off to Morgil, attempting uh, peace once more with Galen. Uh, you remember the, uh, the, uh, the weed dwarf who uses his uh, powers of religion. And though our mission was clear, the lost Verican City Aurora loomed over us, overtaken by frosthuggers over a decade ago. We faced the impossible with enemies in all directions. But as you know, the Radibars aren't ones for giving up. We were the entire time on the front lines of the war for Verahim.
1: That night in Avondale, you, the Rowdy Boys, and now joining the Rowdy Boys, Stone Cold Jane Austen, prepare to head north with the Varican forces. Sleds have been set up, both mixtures of the elk from the Verican people and horses from the stables at Avondale, to draw... What have been brought over on some of the Varican ships? These siege weapons, ballistas, and and such things. You guys are taking the whirlwind force of the Varican soldiers north to Cardendale, hopefully to regroup with the Varican soldiers there that have been kept prisoner, and figure out kind of what's going on with Captain Giselle. Also on the docket is Telnius's journey to Morgil. It is a strange time for the Rowdy Boys. You all meet up the next dawn just as the sun is rising, and you're helping kind of coordinate a lot of these things as the front gates, now blown to smithereens, lay open to the bridge where you all will take the Varrican forces north. I keep looking at Telnius, but that is not the direction that you are heading.
2: You are really throwing me off there. I know, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, heading north with the Varican forces and these siege weapons in hopes of reclaiming Aurora, a city in the northern part of Elgrahim. Even further north than Cardendale, within what is known to the
3: Trailenders as Charlin. You guys now have this time to kind of say your goodbyes. I spend most of my time by the shores of Lake Kate, just kind of staring off to the hollow mountain.
4: Hmm.
3: The rest of you, what do you want to do?
2: Well, I definitely uh, I want to say bye to everyone because it seems like most people are going to stick together. And I'm going off by myself, and so I, I want to... Do you want a moment with
1: Aias? Like, yeah. you kind of see him heading toward the
2: lake? Yeah, kind of like, Aias, wait up, wait up. Um. Well, I, I feel like this is probably going to be one of the last times I, I see you in, in quite some time, so...
3: Yes, I guess so. I'm not very happy about us departing this way.
2: No, it's not ideal. But, I mean, I think it must be done. Yeah.
3: So it must...
2: So, what uh, what are you going to do with that piece of information you received? Try to forget it, I guess. Oh, that doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> Seems <laughs> like it's pretty pertinent information. I don't think anything could be pertinent from that man. Why
3: do you hate him so? Well, I mean, the best way I can put it is, he conspired with my mother to kill the king for power and then removed himself from my life for 20 years and now he tells me all this crap about it being for the best no i I don't i don't follow there's a lot of shade being thrown and i'm not about that
5: so while you guys are talking rory just kind of sidles up next to you It just starts listening, and he starts um, um, skipping rocks across the lake.
2: Man, that that really sucks. I'm sorry.
3: I'm sure there are people in worse situations than mine, but I am unpleased with my reality right now.
5: So I guess the Rowdy Boys are being pulled apart again, huh?
3: It seems that way.
5: Any guess uh, how long this trip is going to take you?
2: Telling us, no idea. Um, the only information—I mean, you were there when you heard my my goal. It was to essentially sway the people of Morga.
3: Yeah, I wasn't listening. Uh, um, well,
2: so think it took it, us
3: about four weeks to get here by boat. So I would assume a couple of weeks, maybe three. But you're flying there.
5: Yeah, on right. a on a on a deer.
2: An uh, elk. Yeah. <clears throat> like a big <clears throat> flying deer. Flying elk. <laughs> a- Patrioness is what it's called. I don't know why they let those Patronus. Patronus. vermin.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: it's
2: a fall rat. around, rat.
3: yeah,
6: <laughs> <flying rat. laughs> yeah. So at that moment in the background. uh Caloon comes uh swimming up from out of the water
2: <laughs> and he's uh,
6: it's right just about to throw, like throw a rock so right at so right the right surface and uh, style. as he as he as he stands up he's wearing a uh, a very a very small speedo and he whips his head back and forth and his, and his, his beard <laughs> and his beard starts flying from side to side
4: and no, no, you're wearing a, like, Mr. Darcy, like, loose <laughs> <Yeah.
6: in> <laughs> <house>. Perfect, perfect.
5: <laughs> uh, Rory turns his shield around, like, faces <laughs> towards it,
6: and then blinds himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, oh, hello, the rest of the, r- my rowdy boys. Our, uh, hey, I guess what we're saying are our, our goodbyes to Teldeus here, and I sidle up to Aya and, like, put my arm around his shoulder. <laughs>
5: How long have you been under the water?
6: <laughs> oh, a long time. His skin is just, like, blue. <laughs> it's how, very cold.
2: How are you even alive right now? It's so cold.
6: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Do you have any healing spells specifically for cold?
2: <laughs> no, I don't.
6: Okay, well, I'll find a fire, I guess.
4: Um, I walk up to you guys now, and I look at Telnius and Aias, and I, I don't say anything, and I don't show any emotion, but I give you both a very firm handshake. And then walk away.
2: I accept it. I you put your hand out to shake my hand, and I I have nothing but a hammer on my right hand, <laughs> and so I'm like, uh. Wait, has that happened yet? And I put my left hand out and like kind of like a, a my lord, my lady, you know.
4: Uh, I don't know what's happening, so I like curtsy awkwardly.
2: <laughs> I also curtsy. <laughs> I uh, I hold out my hand to
3: you. I. I turn away and I just go back to staring at the hollow (laughs) mountain.
1: I mean, Jane Austen is going north with you, with the other three of you all, but you all can shake hands. I just thought she was
6: shaking everybody's hand. Kaluhn's just like, yeah,
1: I'm in on this. (laughs) Um, At this point, you guys see the larger forces gathering, and Commander Leon sees you all grouped by the waters and says, um, Kaluhn, Rory, Ayas, come on. We're heading off.
6: Got your bags packed. Colleen, get get dressed. What are you doing? What? I didn't know we were leaving so soon. I was just out for a bit of a swim. The hell's... It's dawn. We leave at dawn. What What more could that mean? Oh, I thought you said dark. No. <laughs> it's not dark outside right now. Wrong.
2: We, Very no, wrong. If, it's, it's if you're, extremely you're leaving at, at dawn, right now, <laughs> it would have to be dark.
6: <laughs> oh, well, I mean, there's still light, though. From where? <laughs> Uh, also, uh, has anybody seen a, uh, a pack of clothes anywhere around here? Nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They, they floated off into the distance there. Oh, okay. Well, uh,
1: give me, uh, give me a little bit commander. Leah. The rest of you kind of join up with the rest of the forces that yeah, are gathering. It, also,
6: it takes me a really long time because it's all in slow motion as I'm running down the, down the beach, <laughs> <laughs> your beard swaying. Yeah, as back I start and forth, running, you... <laughs> Telnius cast slow on me. <laughs>
1: Telnius, as you head back into the market square, you're watching the armies in rank begin to move forward close to the front. Your rowdy boys as um, Kowloon kind of rushes to gather back to the front. Jane Austen, you're, you're with this uh, crew of folks as well. Telnius, as you're watching them go... Finn actually comes into the market square. It seems as if Queen Raina is taken up home within the castle keep at Avondahl. She's kind of running operation from there. So Finn's kind of also taken up station there and he comes out to meet you and um, he says, so you are heading off to Morgil then? I am. I wanted to uh, wish you the best And I wanted to um, speak to you a bit um, privately. Is that okay? Of course. So he kind of like brings you back into kind of like an alleyway. Um, So uh, Siggy had mentioned that you have been named the Bishop of Trayland.
2: Yes, that's true.
1: Reyna and I agree that this is a large burden to carry.
2: I I haven't talked with many of it. I understand. It's funny, I at one point would have killed for that, and now I just don't know what to do with it.
4: Hmm.
1: The other thing Siggy and I specifically discussed was... Something that could help protect you, especially as you venture on your own with Ilana.
2: Well, I've I've got this, and I pull out my hammer.
1: Yes, we are uh, proud that you can bear the hammer of your predecessor. But um, we wanted to add something else. Uh, If I could take your left hand, I don't have any blades on me now.
2: (laughs) I hand it over with a smile.
1: Um, He turns it from palm up to the the back of your hand. And he takes out a small bloodstone, very similar to the one that's uh, fashioned into the side of Ilana's head. Um, And he places it on your skin. And he says, this will sting a bit, but it will be helpful. Okay. He passes his hand over... He begins to speak ancient Farrakhan words. The first one for water. As the stone begins to graft itself into your skin, a line is drawn above it with a small hook at the top. This gives you power over water. He speaks to the next word. Two lines shoot out from the right side of the rune. This will give you power over fire. He speaks the next word, almost like a downward arrow. Two lines shoot up from the straight arrow. After this next word he speaks, this will give you power over earth. And he speaks one last word as two more shoot out from the left side of the stone off of the line, making what looks like an estranged E on the left side, like a backwards E on the left side, kind of broken up a little bit. And then a strange uh, B looking, but all very rigid and runic on your hand. And you can kind of feel the power as he speaks this over you. And this last one, he says and this final one will give you power over air. These came from the tome that you found from the ancient Varican people. We hope that it will help protect you. And you kind of start getting a feel for it. Do you want to test anything? Um is there one for heart by chance? <laughs>
6: <laughs> he's the he's the fifth element. <laughs> Big bada boom.
1: Um I did I want that. to say that that
2: power comes from me. Thank you. This is so kind. I I don't know what to say. You
1: more than deserve it. What you have forgiven and what you are doing now speaks volumes. Me and my people, Reina, everyone, we are, we are at a loss for words, for gratitude.
2: I just give them a big hug.
1: Cool. Thanks, Telnius. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and he kind of rushes away. You see Alana ready with her parryton Alexis and it looks like she's been kind of like watching what's happening but like she kind of looks down to the mm. ground really quick and she looks up. Oh, uh Telnius. Uh are
2: you, you I, ready to uh, ready to I, go? I go over to her. Yes, yes. And I'm like moving my left hand about and I mean, what what do I notice out of it do you want
1: to flex something from it which which of the four elements would you like uh, to? i
2: focus on water because we're right uh, at this point we're by the lake right Mm -hmm. so i focus on the water aspect and look at the lake and put my hand out towards the lake
1: um like uh do you want to change its form or
2: do you want to move it uh yes (laughs) both uh i move i move the the water up so are we literally talking like air water water bending and like Okay, so I move the water up, and you, when you say change the form, like, like steam or ice, like, so I that's what I do. I try, I, I pull the, the water up into the air, and I try to turn it into steam. So when you try
1: to turn it to steam, um, the water just kind of vibrates for a while, and when you go to try to freeze it after, you notice you can move the water up to five feet into the air. And then you freeze it, creating a pillar of ice before you. Wow. Okay. And as you're doing that, the water rune glows within that full design gotcha. on the back of your hand with the bloodstone.
3: Awesome. If well, we don't meet a flying bison, I'm going to
2: be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. I, I hop on the back of the um, pariton.
3: I want to catch Alana before she leaves and just give her some more nux.
1: Nice. Take yeah. care. So, yeah, just as Telnius, you're leaping onto the back of the elk. She gives you quick knucks. Um, Telnius and Ilana, you guys
2: take... I grab on. Yeah. Like, I like, yeah, you're going to want to hold tight. I, yeah.
1: You guys take off and, and lift off into the air, and it's a quick rush of wind and coldness as you guys begin to fly westward toward Morgil. The rest of you guys, Kalun, Rory, and Ayas, you are heading north. As you pass through the residential part of the city, you have a lot of looks from the civilians there. At once, you were heroes, now
5: seen as traitors. You, Because you're saying these are trailanders.
1: These are Trelinders who have oh. are at residence here who are now under Varican control. So they're kind of scornfully watching you leave knowing they can do nothing about it with what forces remain to protect Avondale. Um yeah you guys are making your way to the Elgrahim forest which is also known as the Shawlands to Trelinders
3: if we ever like make just like a stop to rest I don't want to rest I want to spar with Rory Oh. <laughs> We can do
6: that right now. You want to stop? Yeah. Okay. You guys <laughs> Let's stop, stop in Avondale. Yeah. Still. Just stop in the middle of the street to let them spar.
1: <laughs> so you guys who are traveling north in the army, you guys actually make it a full day and traveling north of Avondale, this is enough to enter into the forest. So before you is this sprawling greenery that is snow-crested. The snow is at least two feet outside of these trees and then once you get into the trees you notice a a bit of a difference it's down to at least one foot it's difficult terrain plus you're the you're treading with the sleds with the siege weapons this is not a a fast movement of people you have at least 250 soldiers with you um so do you guys want to talk at all, like, while you guys are heading north, um, Jane Austen's also with you as well. Um,
6: yeah, I mean, I yeah, feel like, like you two are going to spar, right? Oh, we're still moving though.
5: I mean, unless we can hop up on one of those platforms at the
6: uh,
3: catapults are on We whatever. can spy anywhere Just with you I can do it with Jane Doesn't matter I just don't want to stop All three of us could go Amen <laughs> Let's go Right now <laughs> Okay And I drop my weapons And I just start pummeling The both of them <laughs> <laughs> Everyone roll me strength checks Okay
6: I'm playing my back. Yeah nice I'm just <laughs> yeah, I'm a- I've got nothing to prove <laughs> I love it
3: <laughs> My first one's a 13
5: Um, 20 Not natural 20.
4: My first is a 3
5: my second one is a oh, doing, nineteen.
4: Do
3: you, do you have the oh, just one round, just one. Round. Oh, well, I've got two attacks, so. <laughs> oh well, well, Same. it's just one strength well, I, check.
4: I have three attacks, then, right? Oh, that's right, cool. you do. Okay,
3: then.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's 20, baby. Nice. Oh my okay, gosh. so that's the one where I'm gonna. I'll save it.
3: <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so <laughs> I just, I just like
5: my
4: am, third is a fifteen.
5: I got a uh, 20 with my first roll, 23 with my second roll. Oh,
1: man, yeah. It, I just love how this is, like, turning out. It, it's going to look like just that gray cloud of smoke, and you guys are just, like, going <laughs> at it. And um, at one point, like, Rory's got Jane Austen and a full Nelson, and then you got
5: Ias coming in from the back with, like, a shield or something bashing Rory in the back
3: of the head. <laughs> just
5: I didn't like- know we had weapons. Uh, <laughs> as we're doing this, can I get a sense, like, is Aya's
3: happy i'm happy that we're engaged in like activity so you're
5: not it's not like i'm thinking you're angry with me you're
3: just wanting to get some i was just going wwe and metal folding
5: chairs don't
4: exist in this halfway through this gray cloud of fighting i go super saiyan with my elbow and say let me introduce you to my fists they're named
1: do it do it nicole
2: Uga Uga <laughs>
1: and who else Oh no,
2: I
4: can't do it now. Just she do can. it. Their names Uga and (laughs) (laughs) Booga. Oh no, it's so scary.
3: Suddenly
6: Booga like looks at chills. Looks up from his bear, like "Mm." I put in some dramatic
3: music as she says that. (laughs) You can (laughs) tell that like I'm smiling for like the first time in a while that we're like just rumbling.
5: Yeah. Well yeah, Roy's pretty happy now too.
3: I love it. Happy
1: rage. You guys have just found one of the supply wagons. You're just like sparring on top of it. I love like imagining (laughs) that, like moving forward into these dark forests. Uh, and yeah, bagpipes leading the way into there. So you guys get into the forest. It's nearing the end of the day. Um, and it's time to set up camp. So as you can tell with 250 people, it's, it's quite a process. Um, And so all the elks and the horses are tended to, and you guys kind of have your own campsite um, to your own, and uh, you begin a a fire there, obviously, because otherwise you won't make it through the night. Um, It is very cold. I mean, just for the... Um,
3: I make an extra fire. Nice. So, like, we've got one on one side and one on the other side, and we're, like, camp between the two. I love it. Between two fires. Um, should we do interviews
1: or
6: (laughs) uh,
3: (laughs) yeah but don't take him too seriously yeah of course I got it that joke
2: I got it (laughs) I think we all got it
3: (laughs) I I didn't know if you were wondering Um, as the yeah I was
6: like why isn't anybody
3: laughing (laughs) it's okay
4: oh I thought you were, like, referencing fireside chats in World War II, but I get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Between laughs> this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are all on the same page. <laughs> Love it.
1: Yeah, so as the night actually settles in, you guys, uh, you four are going to give me constitution saves, but you're going to take advantage because of that extra fire burning. 23. 13.
3: 19. What is it? Survival? Constitution. Constitution. Okay. Um. 21. Yeah, actually, let's do survival. <laughs> okay, 24. <Wow.
1: laughs> that night, uh, Jane Austen, the, the cold of this forest kind of overwhelms you. Uh, when you guys wake up to start moving again, you're taken with that first level of exhaustion. And as you guys break down camp, you start heading... Uh, deeper into the forest if these guys ask for another spar it's probably not going to happen for you because the cold is just um taking over your energy
6: levels this was even with the two fires that we had
1: exactly so as you guys wake with the morning light coming through the gray skies into this forest so very little light at all you are heading Westward, hoping to um, reach Cardendale soon before <laughs> y'all freeze. Telnius, you guys are soaring through the air, making your way following the Avanova River, and it's kind of strange seeing it from this point of view. Uh, you're looking over. All is, of Verahim. This has so.
2: got to be the first time I've ever flown, right? I mean, I've never... That as well. Yeah, like, I'm just completely f- not floored. That's that's <laughs> probably not the right word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're skied. I'm sky'd. You're like Harry yeah. Potter at the end of Prisoner of Azkaban. It yeah. just, like, freeze frames like, <laughs>
2: <Yee-haw>! <laughs> Yeah, like, it's insane <laughs> to imagine like free flying up in the air. And I know that that is a spell that I've heard whispers of people casting, mm. but much, you know, not anything Different I've Different to experience.
1: Yeah, um, Alana yeah, has to keep reminding you not to lean over too far.
2: Right. <laughs> she like
1: keeps catching <laughs> you and like pulling you back into position as you're kind of gawking over the snow-capped forests mm. of Algrahim to your north, which is to your right. To your left are the more um, marshlands Uh, also covered with snow just past Elgrahim. You see another forest of much larger trees made uh, making up. This is Prasar Hima, the the home of giants, the large redwood trees sticking out from the evergreens there. And further from that, you just see white upon the horizon, nothing but white. You're making your way West toward Morgil. Um, So, eventually on your way you are passing Cardendale. you do have to stop once uh just for the periton to land just because it's so cold and you guys camp for the night wake up leave one more time and find your way back to those same two cliffs with the waterfalls no longer descending but actually frozen over Some of the water is still rushing behind the ice, but there are thick layers of ice covering these waterfalls. You look down to the rest of the village, and it's pretty sleepy. Uh, Obviously winter, so a lot of people spending time indoors with their fires going, smoke coming up from those thatch-roofed buildings. And then you see it, the Blackstone Cathedral, the one in which you had many, many months ago gone into and cleansed. It's, How does it look? It's it's now as if uh, completely renovated. And obviously it was boarded up the first time you saw. It, and now it, it looks more glorious than ever in much better upkeep. And uh, the black stone stands in like this kind of beautiful contrast to the white snow that's piled atop it and below. So this elk creature with light blue wings spread out. Circle Morgill once and kind of slowly descend to the middle of town. People obviously stand in amazement of this landing. They're just kind of quavering seeing a Varican woman and you, this person. What do you say?
2: Um, People of Morgill, we. We come in peace. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm not good at this. I'm still figuring it out.
1: Roll like a charisma check. All right. With disadvantage, probably. 20. Oh, uh, yes. And like this this poor woman, like just in furs and carrying these fish. Uh, what can I do for you? Uh,
2: I I need to see Galen. Is he is he in the church? Uh, yes. And she kind
1: of, like, points back to the building and, uh, and the doorway and everything. I
2: just start walking towards the building.
1: Perfect. Ilana just tends to the periton. Before you walk away, she says, um, should I wait out here? Uh, sure. I don't know. I will um, keep a lookout for sure. Um, if you do not exit the building, maybe in... Uh, thirty minutes. I'll just come check on you.
2: Oh, yeah. That that's actually a good idea. I, we are in an enemy. Yeah, this like I could actually get you killed guys are here. speaking
1: Varrican back and forth, and this woman with the fish is just like looking back and forth at both of you.
2: Do I? And I look look around for my um my double infinity uh necklace, mm. and I I pull it out of my uh, messenger bag, which I haven't I haven't had this on in forever. I pull it out and I put it on. Hmm. Like I I I should have this on, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um maybe maybe just hang out with the horses? I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I'll just find horses. Great. Okay, bye. Cool. And right. I just walk. She just gives a worried look like this is who we're leaving the fate
1: of my people in. So you awkwardly yeah, yeah. walk through this town as you as you're approaching, people are stopping in their tracks, gawking at you. I mean, do you have the hammer Yeah, attachment? I definitely have the hammer on, yeah. So they're
2: seeing you, and... Uh, well, I think the hammer was pretty recognizable, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, so that, that should be... Uh, well, I, I imagine they might think, maybe they think I killed them. who knows? I mean, they're at least seeing the infinity
1: symbols, right. but they've never seen a follower of Thessala that looks like you with your robes torn as they are, the furs kind of intertwined with them and your white wolf pelt, gray cloak tunic on. Yeah, you make your way and um, there's no guard at the door of the cathedral. You may enter as you wish.
2: All right. Um, I don't just walk right in. Uh, I use the hammer and kind of like pound on the door (laughs) two times. (laughs) Two, two. It like sparks with radiant (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. light every time <laughs> like
1: nothing to it doesn't do damage or anything <laughs> abbot galen you within your office hear three knocks at the door of your cathedral
7: so i walk out of my office and through the cathedral and i'm i'm kind of frazzled because i was working on something I, I crack one of the doors and wow. i see Telnius standing there and it, i kind of C- close the door real quick because i'm in so i'm in so much shock <laughs> and then i reopen the door and then i t- just brother
2: friend galen i uh, open my arms for an embrace arm
7: and i yeah and i'm or in <laughs> so much shock to see your face so it takes me another moment to realize that one of your arms is missing <laughs> And I am just confused, and I say, come in, come in. I, am, I embrace you.
3: Awesome. <laughs> nice.
7: <laughs> Hello. And I say, I have, I have so many questions. I don't know where to begin. And then I, let's step into my office and speak privately. Back within the
1: forest of Al it is the second day of travel. This time, give me a constitution check midway through the day. You don't take disadvantage because the white wolf pelt um, about you would have given you advantage uh, toward it. 10, uh, 4, 5,
4: 12.
1: Doing better. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, what was yours? 5. Four, and four, ten. We, you got ten. So needed at Ooh. least a ten this time. The first level of exhaustion sets into Aias and Kallun. So any—that's any ability checks,
6: I believe. Nice. All right. So you're taking disadvantage on, including the Constitution check that we're currently taking.
1: Yes. Shit. Thanks for reminding me. You're like the kid who reminds the teacher that there was homework
3: to do. (laughs) Hey,
1: wasn't there a pop quiz today? Uh... The cold of this forest is is becoming quickly apparent, and the soldiers around you are also not looking too well, trying to travel through the blizzard-like conditions at times. I'm out
3: of breath, and I'm just like i can feel the exhaustion setting in and again i just pick up a branch and just strike it with my blade vanessa with the heat energy mm. and create another torch
5: and rory's okay in fact this whole time he's had his chest like <laughs> open so you can see his eagle's <laughs> tattoo he never covers it up but i'm looking around i'm seeing everybody tired and i go to is and call Loon, and i'm like uh do we, uh, do we need to just keep pushing on, or should we, like, stop and build a big fire or something like that? I mean, you guys don't look too good. I don't want to stop. How much farther do we have to go?
6: <sighs> I'd be all right with stopping, but, uh,
5: yeah, let's just push through. Fine. Who who would know how much farther we have? Commander Leon's,
6: like,
1: standing behind you guys, picking his nose. Leon.
6: Definitely, no, huh? it's not him. He's, he definitely doesn't know.
1: Do right. you know how much farther we have to go? Uh, yeah, we've been on... The, we've been trekking for about a day and a half now supposed to be a three day on foot um, so a, a, we're only about halfway half, half there a day, half,
6: half, halfway there is what I was, yeah
3: Yeah. Whoa. Well, well Rory if you think we need to stop then let's go ahead and stop
5: I mean I'm doing okay but you guys look really tired but if we haven't we, can we make I another day th- and a half?
1: I don't think we can stop till uh, till nightfall we we have too many people here, and we risk. That's a good point. Exposure. Yeah, we've well, got to press
5: on. Let's just keep
1: going. So night falls for you all and the Varrican forces, and you set up camp one more time, burning as much fuel as you can. Go ahead and make one more Constitution save. Twenty-five. Twenty-five.
4: Twelve.
3: Fifteen.
1: Five. Five. Colun, you're glad you're stopping because as the night falls, you find it difficult to even keep up with the people around you. You start slipping back further into the ranks as your speed uh, is halved with this
0: level of exhaustion. Oh, wow.
5: Come on, Colun. K- uh, do I need to put you on a sled and pull you? Oh, is that an option? Yeah, I mean, we can do it right now.
0: Uh, that, that might have to
5: happen. I'm doing fine. How much longer till we camp, uh, Leon? Um, looks like about... Another hour or two of of
3: daylight. Okay, just bear with me for a little bit. We're doing okay. Yeah, I'll help. And I help Rory, like, tow this half dwarf. Uger the Bear (laughs) looks up. Bear with me. Bear with me.
5: I'm with Uber. (laughs) (laughs) The Bear says. You saw what I did in that arena to your cousin, right? He Shuts up, <laughs> you're
4: a
1: stone cold's fist. Don't <laughs> this, understand. <laughs> this is all a an hallucination from Kowloon as he's like slipping <laughs> into exhaustion. Um, as night comes on, um, the it seems as if uh, they're running through the food quicker than expected, and uh, there's kind of a call out to people to help uh go out and hunt. So, anyone who wishes to Hi. attempt to try and go. Kowloon, unfortunately, with your speed haft, you're probably yeah, just hanging out by a fire.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, we go. I fire an arrow blindly into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll, roll your d20. Yeah. You
1: shoot it into the Varican forces.
6: <laughs> yeah, that was a 12. I was going to say, if you <laughs> get a 20, how crazy
1: would
5: that be? Yeah, that would be awesome.
3: Before um, I guys. go off to hunt, I start like four fires around Kowloon. That's what Aww. I was going to say. Let's start fires
5: in Kowloon. You got to keep this going, okay? I know you're pretty beat, but. You got to keep these fires going. Hey, you have hey, to. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> wake up. Oh, oh, uh,
6: you yeah. have to find firewood this time. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> he's actually really bad at that. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah, um, I'm, uh, I don't know. I guess I just rolled a survival check. You'd be like,
1: oh, <laughs> you're right. just like looking around you. <laughs> Is there a bunny or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was an eight, I'd <laughs> There's a bush and you're like picking uh, like a few dried berries off of it, but they're just frozen <laughs> and dead.
5: And poison, Sorry. and you're dead. And poison your <laughs> um,
1: Stone Cold, are you feeling warm?
4: Um, uh, I'm feeling warm enough to hunt. The only, um,
5: oh, I thing got I you
4: have covered. Written down is Fury of blows. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, 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 no.
5: That, no. you're fine. That says Fury of bows. Yeah, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> I, I can shoot like speed. bows. No, it's Fury of blows. You can
1: only punch furry animals. <laughs> Give me a survival check and do I your wisdom bonus. <laughs> and are, are you guys hunting Rory yeah. and Ayas? Go ahead, yeah. and give me uh, I, uh, survival checks. I got a 17. 16. Nice.
3: 16.
1: Nice. Four. The three of you actually start off together, and as you're heading deeper into the forest, uh, Rory, I believe you and Stone Cold would need a torch of some kind. So... Stone Cold is actually the one who's able to find and see the herd of elk moving slowly. It looks like they're just kind of feeding. Ayas, as you guys get into the area, they're kind of spooked. Iis, oh, wait,
5: uh, I can speak with animals. Okay. And I to the herd of elk and I say, it's safe. Come this way to us, to us. With your survival
1: role, that basically means like you beckon them and they all look up and see you all and they're just confused and begin running. IS,
6: also, change your alignment to evil Disney princess. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, that was an option? Could I just do that? Be an evil Disney princess?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's basically... Because
3: all Disney princesses are evil.
1: Uh, yeah. Is you're able to actually keep up and track with this herd. You're recalling times that you had hunted with Ilana, and you're actually able to get close enough to one of the last ones you're you're breathing heavily you're able to get an attack on it oh dope
3: i pull out vanessa and i get a 22 nice so you definitely hit go ahead and roll your damage nine and five
1: heat nice so 14 points of damage you definitely sink your blade into the one of the hind legs the thing is your first level of exhaustion begins to kind of wind you and after you make the attack you kind of have to stop to keep up your breath and you think this thing's going to stop but it actually surprisingly keeps kind of hoofing it
3: can i throw a dagger for
1: At, my second attack by the time you bring yourself back you're winded you have to kind of stop by the time you catch your breath to even think to do your second attack it's already out of sight so go ahead roll me survival to track the blood trail okay three Okay, so you actually have to attempt for quite a while as some of the blood gets sparse between drops, and you're searching for a while. As you're searching, you hear the cry of a falcon as it comes to just above you and begins jumping from branch to branch. I look up. and Do I recognize it? It's Autumn. (gasps) Autumn has been kind of following from a distance your trek. As you move deeper into the woods following Autumn, it seems as if she is showing you the next ways to follow the blood. And the last time you lose sight of Autumn, you catch a blood trail and it goes into this opening, a clearing. You look and you see... An elk, laying in the snow, your wound at its back. Already inspecting the antlers is one who has just cut the throat of this elk. Autumn lands on her shoulder as she rises. Her dirty blonde hair is revealed as the gray cloak cowl is lowered. A wood elf ranger from the forests of Norholm stands before you. She is wide-eyed. She is the last of her tribe. And she says, Ayas? Hello, friends. Hope you're enjoying Season 2, Episode 2 so far. And remember to keep listening. The rest of the episode will continue after these quick messages. First off, so glad you're here. Thank you all for your continued support. If you haven't already, though, please rate and review us on iTunes as this helps us out tremendously. With that, thank you to reviewer Best Customer Service I've Seen for your very kind words. If you review us, you'll hear your name shouted out on the next episode. Also, we are a completely independent podcast. We can't do this without you. I mean, we could, but it's a lot more fun with you guys. Uh, So if you would, please help us out by telling a friend about the podcast, about Chasm Quest. Just spread the word uh, if someone you know has just gotten into D&D and wants to hear the mechanics of it or is into cool storytelling podcasts, just let them know. And if you'd like to support us financially and hear more of the things that we're working on, get episodes early, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash chasmquest. We'd like to welcome our new patrons, Met's Girl, Cassifras from the Lovely Craftians, and Daniel. Y'all are awesome. Lastly, if you want to learn more about the world of Chasm Quest, check out chasmquest.com and make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at chasmquest. Now, here's a promo from our friends at The Quest Company. Enjoy the rest of the episode.
3: Hi, everybody. I'm Andrew Johnson, Dungeon Master of The Quest Company,
1: a Dungeons & Dragons live play podcast. Join me as I take an assassin.
7: Oh, I kill things.
0: An ex-pirate. I'm not paying extra for debauchery. A skeletal necromancer.
5: Have I finally reached hell?
0: And a very confused cleric.
5: I
2: see dead bodies all the time, and now my eyeballs bleed.
1: On the adventure of a lifetime. You can also join us on side quests where we bring in guests and try new games like Monster of the Week, Uncharted Worlds, Tiny Dungeon, and more. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We release new episodes every week, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at the Quest Company. Thanks for listening! Back in the office of Galen, the abbot of Morgil, Galen has just prepared cups of tea for the both of
7: you to begin talking.
2: Well, thank you for your hospitality. This is a wonderful tea.
7: Yes, uh, you must fill me in. We have not heard a word from Thessal's Grace in months.
2: Well, um, it's a long story. Last last we were here, gosh, you were made abbot, and, and we continued on to the hollow mountain correct perhaps perhaps it would be easier for you to uh tell me what what you listen to the rest of season one (laughs) (laughs) yeah like should i like recount every um what what do you know uh have has bishop Cullum kept you informed um and and sent uh, word back here i know nothing um i was shocked to see
7: your face at my door
2: well, what is, what is the word um, of the
7: church? The, the church is doing well, and I've been putting this off, but may I ask, where's the bishop?
2: Well, that's actually why I'm here. The bishop was, he made some decisions that got him killed.
7: Oh, no, I I kind of stand up from my desk and kind of begin pacing.
2: It was not an ideal situation. And uh, I know how much you admired him. I'm sorry to be the one to bring this news to you.
7: That is terrible to hear, but why have you come? Why are you here now?
2: Well, as you can see... By my vestments, um, I'm not any longer solely connected with um, Trayland and the the church. Hmm. And I say solely intentionally. I I still am a father of Thessla, but he has shown me things. Things that the church was doing that needed redirection. And that's why I'm here now with you. To ask for you to search your heart and find whether the path you are on with this church is correct or if Thesla has also given you that insight.
7: What, what path are you speaking of?
2: Well, the path of enslaving these people, forcing this religion on them, one that sees them as not just barbarians, but savages that need correction or death. That was the, the path of the church that, that was not right.
7: We, we are enlightening these people. Are they not the same people who have pillaged my people over and over? Are they not the same people who have, are responsible for Abbot Jeremiah's death?
2: Were we not those people before Thesla?
7: What, what are you asking me to do?
2: I'm asking you to search your heart and to ask for Thesla's guidance. I have confidence that he will show you the way.
1: Colun, give me a perception check from back at the camp. Seventeen. As you are laying amongst the f- four fires, <laughs> 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 like a little babe. <laughs> it also sounds, that sounds like four, <laughs> four <laughs> sorry, four fires that I have set for you. You're you're slowly kind of gaining back some of that energy. Uh, you're able to eat what small of the rations you had left okay it's been a good hour since your friends left to go and hunt you haven't heard back from them at all but you're still amongst all the camps the other varican soldiers so is there something that you'd be
6: doing during this time not really i think i'm just like okay yeah i'm probably just trying to eat whatever i can and stay warm by the fire gotcha
1: You know how much fun it is to watch a fire and, you know, dance and play and all that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So Kowloon is doing this. I've got four separate
6: channels, too.
1: (laughs) You're literally going from... Yeah, it's like changing channels. (laughs) Like, this fire's kind of cool and this is going on, but I'm going to switch over to this one. look what's happening here. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) One of the last fires you're staring at, through the flames on the other side of the forest, you swear... You see two floating orbs like this light blue passing between trees.
6: Hmm. I say out loud. I really want to ignore that. In the distance. <laughs> In that same direction?
1: Um actually deeper into the camps. Oh, okay.
6: I turn and look and see if I can see who's screaming.
1: Okay, so you rise up. About three camps over, you just hear a shuffling of men and shield maidens all rushing to where that scream was. What do you do?
6: I look at them, and then I turn back and look at the glowing orbs. And then I turn back and look at them, and then I turn back and look at the glowing orbs. Sigh really deeply and run off towards the glowing orbs.
1: Rory and Jane Austen, uh, you guys were kind of left by Ias. He just disappeared deeper into the forest. You weren't able to keep up with his track, so you just start kind of heading back to camp. Give me perception checks, both of you.
5: Two. Twenty. Nice. Uh, I don't see anything. <laughs> Do you see anything? There's nothing to see. Rory, you're just watching Austin's like footsteps
1: in front of you <laughs> in the snow, and you're like, hmm, "That'd be kind of cool if I kept my feet in her feet steps,
6: <laughs> <laughs> in her feet
1: steps, <laughs> footsteps." And. Austin, you hear almost clearly that same yell from earlier coming back from the camps.
4: Okay, I turn around and I do it so quickly that Rory I walked straight my into you hits me, and, <laughs> and I just grab him and turn his body around and say, "We gotta go back
5: to which direction?
4: The camp. We're gonna
5: go back to the camp.
4: Do you can you can you see the camp?"
5: I peer off into the distance using my f- my hand over my eyes to look into this and see if I can see the camp. Yeah, it's,
1: it's dark out, so that does nothing. Um. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it looks cool. Yeah. It
2: looks like you're looking.
1: You can tell the direction in which the camp is. Do you guys want to start rushing toward is it? Is something going on?
4: Um, all I know is that I can hear screams.
1: Oh, that sounds like something's going on. Let's go. Okay. Okay, so as you guys are rushing, give me one more perception check.
5: 19. (laughs)
3: Four. (laughs) I see
5: everything now. (laughs) It's like something has
2: awakened
1: in Rory. You're now in front, and now you're following (laughs) his footsteps. footsteps. (laughs) It's (laughs) whoever's
2: in the footsteps. They always fucking get caught up by the footsteps. (laughs) There was
1: always two pairs of footsteps.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because the sand people walk
3: in a straight line. (laughs) I was carrying us the whole time. Sometimes there
5: was only oh, one. Wait, that's right. And you thought God left you behind, but Tesla was carrying us. <laughs> so, Rory, at this point, as
1: you're running toward the camp, it's actually to your right, further west, because you're heading south back toward the camp. You see the same thing Kowloon saw earlier, except two pairs of orbs floating, probably 30 feet to
5: your right. And so I turn. And I look at <laughs> that stone, and she runs into me. <laughs> I was like, do you see that
2: over there? Over
4: <laughs> <And I then laughs> <put> my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I
5: mean, it's completely dark, and there's two floating orbs. Do you see, you know, see those?
4: I'm squinting. And I'm just like, what? Stop, squint- Stop squinting. <laughs> open your eyes. Stop squinting.
5: Open your eyes wide. I
4: don't see anything.
1: As you guys are arguing, you just hear this.
4: <gasps>
1: and both of you feel your body's being rushed as you're tackled into the snow. Rory, you take five points of damage. Jane Austen, three points of damage as these... Humanoid creatures, like when you're trying to feverishly search for what is attacking you, you see just the two blue orbs floating uh,
5: above you. Ugh, humanoids. Those are my least favorite kind of noids.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ayas? Lumen fuck are you doing here you were she kind of like goes for her bow and arrows like you were what happened to you what do you mean you you didn't you didn't perish i'm sorry i'm sorry and she like puts her arrows back i don't know what is hap autumn
3: (laughs) i step forward until i'm like five feet away from her I'm I'm frozen, I'm in the snow, I'm
1: dying, I'm hallucinating. What the fuck is happening? And
3: I just grab her and I embrace her. She is stiff, stiff
1: as a board. She does not know how to react. I thought I lost you. I mean, I mean, you did. She kind of pulls back away, pushing you away. What was it, like half a year? You've been gone. What,
3: where have you been? What is happening? When we got to the Hollow Mountain and we lost you overboard, our ship got overrun by Varrican and we were taken to Bjorni, a Varrican city on the other side of the eastern reach.
1: Roll a charisma check. Uh 13. You kind of see her flinch. And what are you doing here? She's not sure. She's, like, it looks like maybe she was going out for her kukris, but she kind of stopped. And then, like, maybe her quiver, she's just, like, confused. What, what are you doing here? You, so you spent time with the
3: Varican people? Yes, we did. And it turns out that Reyna is queen of the Varican. And they've kept us safe in their city. It's been a whirlwind. I, d- I don't know. It's, we've gone every which way. Okay, I'm sorry, Ayas. Um,
1: okay, so you were with the Verican people. Lady Reyna is their queen? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, it's so good to see you. Um, and she, she like goes to hug you again. I hug her back. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, this is a lot. This is a lot to take in. Um, we should, we should try to maybe get back to Cardendale. Um, that's where I've been.
3: Oh, there's so much to tell you. I have so much to tell you as well. Wait, I, I should probably get my friends, uh, Rory's with me, and so is Stone Cold.
1: Suddenly you hear rah, as Autumn leaps up onto a branch and is kind of fluttering its wings and trying to peer further into the forest. This time, Lumen confidently grabs her bow and arrows. Roll me a perception check. <laughs> Six. Uh, yeah, she got a seven. You guys are kind of just searching in the direction that Autumn was looking in. Autumn flutters straight up from the tree branches. It was once human, now it has these elongated arms, almost like triple the length, and its legs are just almost spider climbing through the trees. And as you look up, You see two glowing orbs of eyes, the mouth of what was once a humanoid face, now with the strange paleness, purple veins running through. Its jaw opens, seems to unhinge, and reveals these icicle-sharp teeth.
3: Lumen, I don't know what state you're in, but you're not hallucinating.
7: I am wary of what you say, but I do desire peace for my people. What, what promises can you give me that they will be kept safe if we befriend the Verican?
2: Well, I've spent the last six months with the Varrican people. I have proved that though we have different beliefs than they do, we are not their enemies. And they have shown me kindness... And then I show him um, the hammer and I show him the top of my left hand and said, they've outfitted me to keep myself safe. And they have given me not power, but influence in their decisions. We just left what was supposed to be Parley at Avendal. They wanted to
7: and without bloodshed. So, you were sent here by who? You're, you're working with the Verkin?
2: Yes. By Queen Reyna. You may know her as Lady Reyna. She is their queen?
7: She I'm is. just completely confused at this point. You can kind of tell I'm just trying to put the pieces together in my head.
2: There's a lot, there's a lot to talk about here. Um, perhaps another cup of tea is in order
7: perhaps. So I, I pour some tea and I, I continue on. And, and if we do befriend them, they, they will call it treason. The king will, will call this treason. How can we protect ourselves? Because I don't disagree with you. Some of our methods are, are not the best. And maybe they should change. But at the end of the day, I have to protect my people.
2: And I think that is why I was sent here. You, your, your care for the people is, is paramount, and that's um, all I care for as well. We will take this monarchy, whether it be by force or with a peace treaty, but if you partner with the Verican people, I can ensure your safety,
7: what authority do you have?
2: The authority of the church. Bishop Cullum named me Bishop of Treyland and the church of Thessla before he died.
1: Rory and Stone Cold, these two creatures are now on top of you wrestling you down into the snow go ahead and give me attacks back to them
5: yeah i'm uh i swing at the one that knocked me down and with my first attack i uh got a uh 25 definitely hits yeah
1: so you just cold cock it with your fucking war hammer
5: i do 12 points of damage
1: cool so 10 of those stored into your shield it glows a soft red it's knocked off of you. Beside you, you still
5: have a second attack. Okay, my second attack, I rolled a one.
1: Okay, so you did quite a bit of damage, and actually it's only one glowing orb now. Your your hammer, like, went into the side of its head and uh, destroyed one of its eyes. It then gets up and, and brings its jaws to your neck. You take another five points of damage as you feel these strange, cold, icicle- uh teeth sink into your skin. Jane Austen, how did yours go?
4: I do my best to sit up and yell, Your ass is grass
2: <laughs>
4: and I pull out my Fury of Blows, which is three attacks. Uh the first one I rolled a twenty seven and did nice. nine points of damage. Fuck yeah. Second rolled a twenty two, did ten points of damage. Perfect. Last one rolled a nine. I think I missed
1: it was a nine total with the plus seven Mm -hmm. okay so the first two you obliterate its torso just like and then you say your line and it's just like what (laughs) just kidding you can't actually talk (laughs) it just looks at you confused and as you go to hit it again it grasps your hand but as it goes to bite into your neck you're able to shoulder it off of you and you actually roll on top and gain the higher ground with it. Ayas, you are staring up at this creature, this thing coming down from The trees. Its torso and body is medium, like a human's, but like I said, its legs have been elongated with kind of claw like ends as its jaw unhinges and comes down at you. How do you block its attack?
3: I've unsheathed Vanessa really fast and put my blade in between its teeth. (laughs) It's held there
1: for a minor second as. Lumen attacks it. She hits with uh, one of her arrows. She does eight points of damage with her first arrow, and you now have an attack. Awesome.
3: My first attack is a 12. So you
1: bring your sword back out and go to swing up at it as its legs are literally standing around you. Like this thing's hovering its body above you, and... You go to swing at it, and it just lifts its leg and seems to crawl back away from you a little bit. The edge of your sword, the flame, maybe singed some of its torso, but not enough to do damage. Nice.
3: My second attack is worse.
1: At this point, it's kind of crawled back into the trees and turns its focus to Lumen. She shoots her second arrow, and it takes another... Nine points of damage, and this one went straight into its neck as it was crawling away. So you can kind of tell it's like kind of folding up a little bit, it's low on health. Kaloon will come back to you. As you step into the forest, instead of one floating set of blue orbs, you now see three as these things kind of slowly shuffle through the snow towards you. These ones are humanoid, their limbs are all normal length, their pale skin reflected by the firelight behind you um, right. as they step into the light. So there's three of them, which you could have seen them anyway because you have dark vision. So yeah. you go ahead and get an attack.
6: Say, oh, man, aren't you all ugly? (laughs) Rearm our I give myself Bardic Inspiration. I acrobatics into the middle of them. Perfect. And I cast Thunder Wave as a third-level spell. Roll your acrobatics to get in the middle of them. Twenty-five.
1: Yeah, you land perfectly in the midst of them and cast this spell. Two of them are able to leap away and take half of the damage. The one directly in front of you remains there and takes the full force of it. Go ahead and roll your
6: damage. 23. As this thunder wave, because it's literally just a wave of sound comes out of me, I just scream. The one
1: in front of you literally... It begins splitting in half as you're pushing it back, and it hits a tree behind, and it just splats. The two on your side, they're still up. They kind of recover. One of them, its left arm has been completely blown off. The other one, it looks like their stomach has opened up and some of their innards are hanging out. One of them rushes up. What's your AC? 16. Uh, It hits, and you take five points of damage. With its claw, it gashes across your chest. And you turned your attention to that one, and the one leaps onto your back. Its head folds back further than it should, and these icicle teeth sink into the back of your neck as you take 10 points of damage from a critical hit. It's now on your back as well.
6: All right and we'll give you one more round. Go ahead and make your next attack. I mean, there's really only one way I ever deal with a situation like this. Um, Glyph of Warding. <laughs> <A> xylophone. <laughs> 200 gold disappear. I'm gonna cast Thunder Wave again. Nice, perfect. This yeah. time as a second level spell. So it's gonna be 19.
1: Damage. Okay, so the one that had scraped your chest with its claws, it now is blown back and just, it, it's just a mess of debris and, and, and body parts. The one on your back stays on your back. Like, its bite is in your really? neck. It still takes the rest of the damage. And as the the damage goes through its body, you realize, like, as you kind of pat your back, <laughs> you realize below the neck, it's just obliterated off of your body oh wow! like the head just kind of slides off as these strange
6: icicle teeth fall to the ground so i reach behind me and pull out whatever's still stuck in my back and walk back to the fire and pass out (laughs) (laughs) and just like nap time for coffee yeah i'm going back to bed
1: We're going to come back to Rory and Jane Austen. Rory, this one just bit into your neck. So what are you going to do? You're still laying down too as well.
5: Okay. So if I were to ignite my shield light thing, would Mm -hmm. it be seeing it or would I have to like angle it back behind me? If
1: you just brought it up to your torso, it would be right in front of the eyes as it is releasing its bite off of your neck.
5: Okay, so that's what I do. I I, I point it up so the one behind me can see it. Okay. And lighting that is a bonus action, right? Yes. Okay, so I do that, hoping hoping that it'll it'll like blind me. Yeah, it'll blind it and maybe like make it fall backwards. Uh, what? Because the DC on it is fifteen. I don't think you ever told me. Yeah, it was oh, okay. fif-
1: it was fifteen. So it just rolled an eighteen, plus oh. two. So it like looks straight into the red of it, and it almost seems to anger it more.
5: So it's be- I'm laying on my back, and it's yeah. behind me. No, it's on top of you. Oh, it's on top of me. Okay, yes. I see, I see. Um, well, then I'm and it gonna- still does see as well.
1: Okay, because it saved the right. It's not blinded. Okay,
5: <laughs> okay, <laughs> follow.
1: It follows. Go. Just keep going. <laughs>
2: What do you do? I'm trying. Really get out. Here. Okay. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Nightmare
6: before Christmas. Uh, Friday the 13th of <laughs> uh, Midsummer's Night. Dream.
5: The Grinch. <laughs> All
1: right, we don't have that much longer. Go. Okay.
5: So I'm going to cast, uh, I'm going to not cast, I can perform a reckless attack, which means I get advantage on nice. my attack, but I take adva- I take disadvantage next time I get attacked. Okay, perfect. And so I'm gonna just try and wail on the one that's on top of me. So that's gonna be 25 to hit. That definitely hits. And I'm gonna do 10 points of damage plus the 10 from my shield. I'm gonna unload on it as well. Tell me how you obliterate this Okay, guy. so I just swing at its midsection and just by pure strength, I am able to just cleave through it with my hammer and I bust the whole thing in half. Right in front of me. Perfect. It just kind of like
1: flips off of you and back into the trees away from you. There was a blinding glow at first from your shield, and then there was the faint glow of giving that damage through your hammer. Jane Austen, you're literally on top of this last creature. Go ahead and roll your attacks or whatever you'd like to do.
4: I put both hands on its skull, <gasps> put my thumbs right in the eye sockets, Ooh. and just push as hard as I can.
1: Roll both of those attacks.
4: First roll... Three attacks, baby. Uh, First roll, 18, 10 points of damage. Nice. Uh, Second roll, 12, miss. Uh, Last roll, 19, also 10 points of damage.
1: Okay, so how this plays out is Jane Austen, you just fucking roll this thing over. You're on top of it, it. You're fighting, trying to get its hands out of your way. You get both of your thumbs onto its eyes, and you're able to quickly bring your right hand, the thumbs just go straight through those that blue orb and and as your thumb goes into its brains, it brings its hand up to stop your hand. You literally just like flick your wrist and the wrist of this creature breaks off. You bring your left thumb into the other eye and and there's just this kind of like strange cold blood ooze coming out of its skull as you grip harder and harder and crack this thing's skull open and there's fucking metal music just playing in the background ias <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh <my God.
7: laughs>
1: <laughs> Um, This thing's over you. It has two arrows in it, and uh, it's ready to attack you. I don't know why I keep just saying your name. I just got to fucking roll to attack. Uh, 16, hit your AC. Yep. Okay, this thing, it's not biting you this time, but it brings its head down and literally catapults itself from its higher vantage point into your chest, trying to knock you backwards. Give me a strength uh, check. 15. So you don't fall back on your ass, but you kind of gain your footing as this thing brings its full force into you. And nice. you take five points of damage. Nice. And you now have an attack as it's it's now
3: back on level with you. Awesome. With a 19, I just race forward with Vanessa out in front of me, just both hands and just plunge into its chest. Beautiful. Roll your damage and what kind of. You're
1: doing cold or hot? Hot. Hot, hot, baby. Five damage, three hot. Beautiful. That was exactly what it needed to go down. (laughs) So, how do you take this guy down?
3: I plummet into its chest with my sword, and right as it gets to the hilt, (laughs) just ignites into flames. And then I just pull my blade out as the beast just engulfs in <laughs> yeah. embers and the
1: yeah and the flames as you split its chest open the flames kind of stay on it and you can tell it's just acting viscerally toward those flames as it and it folds up its limbs and falls to its side lifeless
7: Bishop, uh, I see. And I kind of turn around, looking the other way, just trying to ponder
2: everything that I've been told. I know this is a lot to take in, but as I said, I, I implore you to search your heart and ask for guidance.
7: So, so I turn around even before you're finished. I wasn't really listening to that last part I was still in deep thought and i I turn around and i i say if if what you speak is true and honest, which unfortunately i i do believe you, then your judgment must stand
2: bishop and I kind of bow great well thank you <laughs> and i uh take the hammer and i uh touch both of your shoulders just like cool this is cool. your uh, new bishop <laughs> <laughs> all right so you guys got some warm beds right cuz like i'm really cold right now
7: absolutely this right this way
1: <laughs> awesome galen shows you to an inn within morgil and you guys are able to keep Alexis the Periton warm in the stables as well. And Ilana meets you, Galen, uh, the short Varican woman. She's very awkward, and Telnius, you would have to communicate any kind of uh, thing back to her, but she asks you, Telnius and Varican to tell Galen many things, because you've kind of reported what, what you've agreed to. Yeah, and I do. And so this little, like, teenager <laughs> kind of salutes you and, and gives a little head bow. And
7: I'm I'm kind of hesitant,
1: but I give a little bow in return. She tries to do, like, a cool handshake with you. And I don't
7: raise my hands at all. Just
2: I stand in the background what? and I start flossing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she's, like, got her knucks up for knucks and, like, just looking at you.
7: And I kind of look around and make sure no villagers are watching me and I... Give her notes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she smiles. The bloodstone at the side of her head just kind of lights up a little bit. Rory and Stone Cold, you guys obviously have defeated these, and you're able to make it back to the campsite where you see Coluins
6: <laughs> sleeping <laughs> in the middle of face down the, in the, the snow. fire. Yeah, you know, my back's bleeding a bit, but you know, <laughs> I wake, I, like
5: shake Kalun awake, and I'm like, Kaloon, Kaloon, you're bleeding. You okay?
6: Uh, oh uh, yeah, there were he's like weird, creepy, like pale people with ice for teeth. Yeah,
5: I saw them off in the distance. We we killed two. What happened to those two?
6: Uh, yeah, well, there were three, but I, I just disintegrated them with a with a thunder wave. I'm surprised you didn't hear it because I just found out that apparently. My thunder wave is can be heard for up to three hundred feet away. Oh, I heard it. Oh good. <laughs> I good. rolled a twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. You
1: heard two was, booms coming was, from the
5: south. I was wondering that what that was. I figured that must have been I don't know, something. It couldn't have been you storm, so I figured it must have been something crazy. Yeah, I
6: just Yeah, they I saw some weird, creepy, glowing orbs. Now that I think about it, there was somebody that was screaming uh earlier in the camp, but I just I'm still pretty exhausted. Wait, so. From that
5: direction over there? Okay, so I yeah, go... Yeah, it's in that direction. I'll, I'm going to go investigate, and I go check see and see what happened there.
1: Yeah, you go, and you see a collection of Varakin all looking over one person, and um, they've taken a bite to the next similar as you, um, although they did not fare well. This one is dying, and they're kind of calling out for a healer to come. <laughs> Telnius! comes I in. Cast, I cast
6: cure, cure light wounds
1: <laughs> from Morgil. It's like uh, in Star Wars when Leia can feel Luke's presence yeah. and it comes in the into force, the screen
6: yeah. real quick. I cast instant teleport and bring Telnius back.
1: Oh yeah, Ooh. great. That was
2: why didn't yeah, yeah instant perfect. transmission. It's
1: like as soon as uh, Telnius' mission was complete, you're just like. Um, (laughs) um, no they're calling for a healer they finally find a shaman come and to help this varican shield maiden Uh, her neck is gushing blood and it seems as if like at the bite there's like a little bit of that paleness happening around the bite and then you kind of
5: i feel my neck too yours my neck feels cold